0: everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I am Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board and CEO of Business Dynamics. And I love being on podcasts because I have the opportunity to talk to entrepreneurs that have developed a business out of their expertise. And today, we have the opportunity to talk to Michelle Markman, who is a relationship coach and has built a whole business around it. And I'm very excited to learn about her background, and how she transformed that into a business. So, Michelle, welcome to the podcast today. Will you introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Yes. Hi, Shelby, and thank you so much for having me on. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm a neurodivergent relationship coach. I'm a late-diagnosed autistic individual who didn't find out until she was in her later 20s that she was on the spectrum, and it's always been a passion of mine to help people with relationships. I studied psychology in college, and it just kind of blossomed out of that.
0: So tell me more about what is the meaning of neurodivergent relationships? Talk
1: okay. to me about that. Yeah, so neurodivergent is anyone that has sort of a non-typical brain. So neurotypical brains are all basically wired about the same way. The prefrontal cortex wired to the hindbrain the same way. Whereas neurodivergent brains, they're all kind of different. So there's not really a um blueprint for a neurodivergent brain. So we all have different brains. We have different gifts, different strengths, different weaknesses. Um, so that's what makes neurodivergence mm-hmm. really interesting.
0: Yeah, super interesting. Which means ever everything is pretty custom, right? Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: It's so we have our own way of communicating and all that stuff.
0: But that even probably isn't as consistent as as somebody who, you know, I just think, I just think of dealing with multiple people. it's probably not as consistent as, it's just not consistent at all. Everybody's so different.
1: Very true. That's very true. But neurodivergent people do tend to communicate a little bit more easily with each other. So there is a little bit of of a communication style that is there.
0: Why do you think that is? Just out of
1: curiosity. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. It's hard to say, I don't think we've done enough research to really understand why that is, but um, it could have something to do with the fact that we tend to just relate to each other in similar ways. Um, Mm -hmm. So examples of neurodivergence would be like ADHD and autism and people on either one of those spectrums tend to relate to each other by sharing an anecdote Um, with another person. So you say, you know, I went through this and, and this was my experience. And you know, last week my dog died and the neurodivergent person might say, trying to connect and trying to relate with you. Oh, I'm so sorry. That really sucks. My dog died last year and I miss him so much. And a neurotypical person might hear, oh, they're making it all about them. Whereas no, we're trying to connect. We're trying to relate. So it's just a different way of communicating.
0: Interesting. Well, that that makes the coaching industry very interesting. So, is, is that why you kind of got into it in college and studied that whole idea?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was just fascinated with psychology. I wanted to understand, you know, what made people tick and social everything because I studied psychology and social behavior. So, I wanted to understand social behavior from the ground up. Sure. Sure. And then
0: how, so take me through the process of how that expertise transformed into this business of coaching other people in this certain area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um I've always been really interested in relationships. I've always just loved people. I'm a little bit of a social butterfly, which is not something that I think people typically equate with someone who is neurodivergent or on the autism spectrum. Um I think a lot of the time we're seen as sort of socially withdrawn or not interested in relationships, which is not the case. Um, Most of us desire relationships just as much as everyone else. We just happen to relate and communicate in a slightly different way. Um, So, in my study in psychology and starting to understand how relationships and social interactions worked. it became a little passion project of mine to help others with their relationships and with navigating all the dynamics that come with relationships. And I mean, relationships are everywhere. It's, it's from the office, you have relationships and at home you have relationships and then there's friend relationships and navigating relationships in the community. So it's just, it's across the board. You have to deal with people. Um, and it really is a skill that can be built through emotional intelligence and understanding that emotional intelligence, what it is and how to use it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I talk about emotional intelligence pretty frequently with right. business culture and all of that. But yeah, we don't think about it when I think about it, and maybe it's just me. I think about like emotional intelligence training in corporations so we can make our employees aware of people around them and how to communicate in a more efficient, better way. But you mm-hmm. do it in more of a one on one approach. Can you talk a little bit more about that, about some certain strategies that you have or some certain points that you talk about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have a whole program that we go through. Um, It's a very holistic program. So we really look at understanding how relationships work from the ground level. So we're not just addressing the symptoms. We're addressing, you know, the root cause of the issues. So we start with self-acceptance, self-love, you know, understanding who you are as a person from the inside out and accepting that. Um, we address strengths and weaknesses, you know, how to scaffold your weaknesses and how to leverage your strength as your own unique individual superpowers. Um, we identify safe places to unmask. Um, so something neurodivergent people do is they mask in order to be safe in public because we're not typically accepted when we are unmasked. Um, and sometimes we're not accepted when we're masked either, but, um, That's something that we can discuss and that we do discuss on how to identify where a safe place to unmask is and where you can leverage your mask as a unique strength. Um, We help you get in touch with special interests, hobbies, you know, find that true passion that you had, but when you were younger, before you lost it, um, and recapture the joy of play. We also work on self-advocacy, setting boundaries and creating an ideal avatar to present to the world so the face that you present to the public and what that is and how you can make it consistent.
0: Sure, sure. That sounds 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 pretty intense. So it's and, and it's it's, it's a lot of a steps, program,
1: <laughs> which is
0: which is good. But there's so many different facets to relationships and developing relationships and all that that it makes makes a big difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So- it takes about three months to go through the whole thing. Aha,
0: uh-huh. that sounds—it's like like a class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about so so you have you have this passion, you have this idea, you have this expertise that you've developed. Stepping into entrepreneurship is not the easiest of journeys, right? There's a lot. There's a lot of business pieces and identifying. Sounds like you have a good ideal client identified or a target audience identified that you want to work with which is half the battle of being an entrepreneur, but, and you have a problem that you solve, but that's not something that's an easy step. Is there, is there entrepreneur influence in your life or what influenced you to create, create a business out of this?
1: Well, I've been an entrepreneur for years. I've done a lot of different entrepreneurial businesses. Um, I worked as a nanny and childcare provider for high net worth individuals, B-list celebrities, that kind of thing. did a pet care business, so I've done several different other entrepreneurial um, style businesses, and I think just the one piece of advice that I can give is to just keep failing because our successes are built on our failures. So I've gotten to where I am now by you know continually being willing to make mistakes.
0: Sure, sure, and I think that's that's so important. It, it, it's speaking, I am also a business coach. And so, so understanding that, that your solution isn't necessarily going to work every single time and that there's going to be some failures that you have or your methods aren't going to work. And maybe some mm-hmm. things work, but other things don't, and you have to be nimble and you have to be flexible and be able to move, uh, to adapt to your audience. So I think that all those, all those lessons are so important to learn for sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How long has, has your relationship coaching business been around?
1: So we're relatively new. We're just launching. Um, I've been doing mentorship for over a decade. I did it in college, um, back when I was at UCI and I've done some sort of mentorship or guidance for a very long time, but coaching is relatively new.
0: Yeah. Where do you see yourself in the next
1: year or even the next five years? Um, I see myself just growing the business and helping people and, um, you know, I'd like to get to six or seven figures in the next year. Um, and I do within five years, want to start a charity, Mm -hmm. um, focused specifically at advocating for neurodivergent individuals and encouraging, um, the discussion out there. There's something called a, um, um, I'm blanking now. <laughs> There's a neurodivergent movement right now. And what we're doing is we're just trying to advocate, have people understand that there are people out there that are a little bit different. And just because someone comes off as quirky or you might see them as odd or weird, maybe they're just different. Maybe their brains just wired a little different. And maybe you could just, you know, give them some grace. Sure. So I'd like to start... Um, charity to encourage that and to, you know, um, open it up as, as a form of conversation that there are all kinds of people in the world. Everyone's different. And by having a bunch of different unique voices, that's what makes life interesting.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. If we can all remember that, that would be the world would be a better place. We're all unique, have different voices, do you see? Do you see more more of this in the career or personal side? With your coaching?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I see myself more on the personal side. I mean, only time will tell um, where I end up, but I really see myself helping individuals. Sure. Um, I really like that one-on-one and the transformation that you can get from working closely with another with a coach. Absolutely. Well, and
0: particularly with relationships and the custom and everything is so important to be able to be focused on an individual solution rather than a holistic or not a holistic rather than a group thing. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, great, Michelle. Can you tell our audience where they can find you if they're curious about what you have going on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at michellemarkman.com. Um, you can email me at Michelle at michellemarkman.com or, um, reach out on my phone, which is 949-791-7883. And Michelle is M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Markman is like Mark and man, M-A-R-K-M-A-N.
0: Are you on LinkedIn? Can they find you on LinkedIn?
1: I am on LinkedIn. Yes.
0: I'll be sure to include the LinkedIn and your, um, your website address too in the footer notes so people can find you.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shelby. It's been such a pleasure.
0: Yes. We had a great conversation today. Thank you for letting us know about all you have to offer the world and the problems that you're going to help solve and your entrepreneurial journey. And it's so inspirational for our audience to understand that you can create businesses out of your passion. And thank you for telling us your
1: story. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Great. And to the listeners, we'll see you next time when we talk to another genius entrepreneur that has created a business out of their expertise. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Joe Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.